Hello listeners, Earl at thelogbook.com here to let you know that the logbook has a new pengo. Wait, did I say pengo? Did I perhaps mean Patreon instead of perhaps a pixelated penguin that plays popcorn? Yes, I definitely meant the logbook has a new Patreon. Basically, if you like what the logbook does, the ever-expanding site, the monthly and in some cases daily podcasts, and the book spin-offs from both, you can help us keep going by becoming our patron at Patreon. There are goodies in it for you from access to show notes, to trading cards, to even having me do voice work for you. And you get to help me in the logbook do what we do every night, trying to take over the world and turn it into a great big geekosphere. Thanks, as always, for listening, for your feedback, and for your support. Ah, the late 70s and early 80s, the boom years of the video game industry. And my game system was the Magnavox Odyssey 2. Sleek, stylish, futuristic, and totally underappreciated. Sorry. Let's change that. I'll dig through the Odyssey 2 library, introduce you to each game, offer a few of my own expanded memories of playing them both then and now, and we'll see if those games hold up today. Incredible. I'm Earl Green, and this is Select Game. to the March edition of Select Game, Expanded Memories of the Odyssey 2 podcast from thelogbook.com, also available on iTunes. I'm your host, Earl Green, and boy, have I been playing some Odyssey 2 games. (laughs) Boy, are you going to get to hear me do that. As I record this, it is, this is utterly bizarre. I am recording this on February the 23rd. February the 23rd. It is 76 degrees outside. I have windows open and I have fans running. This is summer weather, people. This is summer nighttime weather. This is not February weather, and it really scares the hell out of me to think how warm it's going to be in, oh, say, July over here. I realize that not everyone listening is necessarily in the States, but in our, you know, this is one of our winter months. What's it going to be like over the summer? That's uh, that's a cheery thought. The low tonight is expected to only dip into the 50s, so I can probably sleep with the windows open in February. This is not normal at all. In the news. <laughs> One interesting little bit of news that doesn't involve homebrews or anything like that. It's a happy collecting story. And this comes to us from select game listener John in Virginia. And the reason I'm not divulging his identity will become apparent in a moment. John first contacted me late in 2016, asking my advice on a transaction that he was trying to conduct with an individual whose identity I still don't know. This person had apparently happened upon a warehouse of all sorts of wonderful things. I don't know if they were all necessarily video game related. And anyway, the upshot of this is after, 
what I'm assuming were long, drawn-out negotiations that lasted until early this year. John from Virginia is now the latest proud owner of a Wicco Odyssey 2 add-on trackball controller. The Wicco trackball for the Odyssey 2 is going to be the subject of its own episode of Select Games somewhere down the road. Uh, in brief, it is the only add-on controller, third-party or otherwise, ever made for the Odyssey 2. Even the joysticks that Magnavox and Philips sold for the Odyssey 2 were simply replacements. They weren't add-ons. The Odyssey 2 only had two joystick ports. You only got a joystick if you needed to replace one. And in later years, once they did the, the fully wired controller with non-removable ports, it, it was really a repair item. It, you know, it wasn't just a casual add-on. Oh, hey, I'd like another joystick. No, it was a repair item only because one of them that was permanently wired to the machine had gone on the fritz and you literally had to open up the guts of your console to access the internal port that the joystick's now plugged into after that hardware revision. So congratulations, John. I should point out, on both John's behalf and mine, I don't know if this person has any more Odyssey 2 trackballs in this warehouse of wonders that he seems to have uh, come into possession of. It makes it sound like the, you know, the last scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, it's full of trackballs. Oh, and there's one box in the back that will melt your face off! But, so, please don't email me asking if I know whether there are any more trackballs. I really don't. I happened upon mine but completely by coincidence in 2003 and went through a similarly lengthy negotiation to acquire it in 2004. And I was fond of showing it off at the Oklahoma Video Game Expo every year where I would bring an Odyssey 2, at least one Odyssey 2. And I would, <laughs> sometimes just for giggles, I would set up a double-decker sandwich of Odyssey 2 rarity where people could casually walk by and play Power Lords with a trackball, which, let me tell you, doesn't help the game at all. There are very few games well-suited to trackball control on the Odyssey 2. And that's something we'll go into in the inevitable trackball episode, because I think it will be the subject of its own episode somewhere down the road, perhaps later this year. Congratulations, John! Welcome to the Brotherhood of the Trackball! Wow. Sounds like we should all, you know, take our trackballs and have a barbecue at an undisclosed location somewhere. As such, with no news, we are going to jump right into the games this week. And there's a lot of them. Especially since one of them turned out to be a dud cartridge. If anyone has a spare football cartridge for the Odyssey 2, um, it, it's not like I'm especially eager to play it, and a loose cartridge will do because I have a very nice box for it with a manual. I just have a cartridge that no longer works, and, you know, I'm such a fan of Odyssey 2 football, I've got to tell you, my heart bleeds at this revelation. I should probably call a cardiologist and get that looked at. Okay, um, my heart's not bleeding, and I'm really not emotionally crushed by that. Not a huge fan of Odyssey 2 football. The theme for this month's show is sports-related games, and I'm actually going to try to plow through... Actually, I wound up plowing through more of them than I expected because the football cartridge failed when I tried to plug it in. And just for giggles, I'm actually going to let you hear that. My console is in good shape. The cartridge evidently has 
had it. It it needs to be gutted <laughs> and turned into a homebrew somewhere. How unfortunate. I was so looking forward to playing football and getting it out of the way so I could get back to not playing football. I'm not the world's biggest football fan. I'm not the world's biggest sports fan. Uh, you know, I, I do a podcast related to old video games. I'm just a little bit of a nerd over here. And so I don't exactly sit down and play Odyssey 2 sports games with everyone. And the ones I really do like were already covered way back at the beginning of the podcast when I did computer golf and baseball in the same episode which probably will have turned out to have been a better episode than this one. This time around, we are going to play the Bowling Basketball Cartridge. That's one of those infamous Odyssey 2 twofer games. I tried to play football. I failed horribly. I wound up playing electronic table soccer. And what else did I play? Pocket billiards. Everybody out of the pool. So with that said, there's a lot of gaming to get through tonight. And you don't have all night. So let's play. So, first game of the evening. Pocket Billiards. It was released in 1980. This game was programmed by, of course, Ed Averett. However, you'll find that not everything we're playing tonight for once is an Ed Averett game. The blurb on the back of the box says this. Play eight ball or rotation on an authentic computerized replica of a full-size pool table. Your electronic cue can rotate a full 360 degrees to play the ball at any angle. You have full control to make a cannonball break shot that gives your opponent no break at all, or a delicate tap that sinks the ball into the corner pocket. Automatic racking, computerized scoring, full sync sound action, two players. An interesting thing about the the cover art and the manual art on this game is that I almost hate to say this, they're not up to the usual standard. The the art on the inside of the manual, it's clear that we started from photographs and then cut out the photographs and created sort of a black mat like a stencil and then shot a computer monitor of some kind with random colors through that stencil. That's not really up to the standard of artwork on most of your Odyssey 2 games. So I don't know if this was a if this was a title that the artwork was done by the Bradford Advertising Agency that normally does just about everything Odyssey 2, or if perhaps they farmed this out, or maybe they just ran out of time. In any case, to play, you have to press 1 on the alphanumeric keyboard, and then you are in the spacious oak-paneled game room of your baronal country retreat. Really? Great. Can I get room service if I press 3? A full-size electronic pocket billiard table appears on your screen. I like how they have to tell us it's oak-paneled. The computer will ask you if you wish to play 8-ball or rotation by displaying the names of those games alternately at the bottom of the screen. Tell the computer which game to rack up by moving the joystick of either hand control in any direction while the name of the game is on the screen. Alright. So, let's just play it. Let's just play it. 
I have nothing to lose. <laughs> Press 1. Hello, computer. Here we go. 8-ball. Or rotation. Let's play 8-ball. Player left. Alright. Using the joystick, you can sort of gently angle around the ball with your pool cue. The uh, joystick kind of behaves like it does if you're playing computer golf. Which is interesting. Alright. So... I'm right behind the cue ball. The cue ball is not quite 100% head-on with the racked balls at the other end of the table. Let's just go for it. Wow! <laughs> okay, oh! Player right. So, yeah, the next player is stuck with whatever you just... whatever hand you just dealt them. Okay, so I have to switch joysticks here. Player left. This is kind of weird. You know, I I don't mind a game of video pool, really, but this is uh it's kind of bizarre. It's not quite what I expect. There's no nuance to it. You aim, you press the button, and you know, there is no variable degree of control over how hard you hit the cue ball. And there really is very little in the way of subtlety in terms of how the balls react when they are hit by the cue ball. Alright. This is maddening. <laughs> this is not an impressive game. I'm sorry, Ed. Okay. Wow. I don't think I've sunk a single ball yet. Now one thing that I did read in the manual is that the game of 8-ball you have uh, you actually have two 8-balls. You have two black balls on the on the screen. I I still haven't sunk a single ball. Really? Okay, it didn't displace anything. It just sort of collided with something and stopped. Okay, now that should have put that ball in the pocket. What the heck? I I'm sorry, I'm not really providing very good context or narration for what's going on here. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's play the other game, Rotation. Alright. Pretty much the same setup. Starts with player left. Same god-awful physics in play. A little bit more displacement on the uh, target balls that time, though. And I'm still having to switch back and forth between left and right hand controllers because this is intended to be a two-player game. I'm not really seeing much of a difference between 8-ball and rotation. Sorry, guys. This is one of those points where I have to 
I have to ask you, the viewers, or listeners, viewers, yeah. Yeah, I was on YouTube for that one week. This is not that week, and I think I'm glad of that because you'd be asleep already. This is the point where I have to ask you, uh, who has... Oh, I sunk one! Woohoo! Oh, and I get to go again with the right-hand controller. Alright. Oh, the, f the physics on this are horrible. You know, here's the thing. I I like a decent game of video pool if it's a decent game of video pool. If you have the Nintendo Wii and you have Wii Play, I believe it's Wii Play that has uh, has a nice game of, of pool that you play with the, uh, the Wii controllers, which is a whole different proposition. Sunk another one. That didn't get me anywhere. That got me even further from anywhere. Okay. Oh! Okay, that was more of an accident than anything, but hey, I'll take it. Okay, that's interesting. I can only rotate so far, and then I'm off the screen. My cue's off the screen. Well, fine. <laughs> I'm getting honked off at this game. Oh, here's another one. Again, more of an accident than anything. Yeah, this whole game was an accident. Okay, so basically there you have it. Pocket Billiards. Uh, I recommend playing Rotation rather than 8-Ball. It strikes me as a little bit closer to what I think of as a game of pool, but still, this is... This really isn't sinking the eight ball on the first shot. Sorry. So this is the point where I ask you guys listening. If you have fond memories of this game, was this a favorite with your family? Was this a favorite in your household? If so, I need to hear that story. <laughs> we all do. Because the game is... Um, kind of lamentable. Not that exciting. Yeah, I don't expect a sports game to necessarily be a Twitch game, an arcade game, but I expect it to somewhat resemble the sport that it is representing, and this doesn't. So, uh, yeah, Pocket Billiards on the Odyssey 2. Bowling and Basketball. On the front cover it says, Bowling, a true electronic simulation. If it's a simulation, guys, how can it be true? Basketball, so realistic, the court has a built-in gravity field. Well, you know, that's absolutely right, because I used to cover high school basketball for the school paper back when I was in high school, and I tell you, that gravity field got you every time. Now, I have no idea who programmed this. There's a very good chance that it is Sam Overton, but not sure on that. Back of the box blurb says bowling, a true electronic simulation. You go straight for the pins. Well, yeah, that you usually do with bowling. Or a hook from either side of the alley. But once you commit to the hook, you're on the hook. There's no going back. 
they really ran out of words on this one. Digital scoring, sync sound action, two to four players. Lanes change colors to let you know when it's your turn. Basketball. For ultimate realism, there's even a built-in electronic gravity field. Okay, are we talking about basketball or are we talking about Pyramid, which was kind of like the basketball knockoff that they used to play on Battlestar Galactica in the 70s? The electronic basketball bounces like a real basketball. If you don't get a clear shot into the basket, the ball hits the rim or the backboard and bounces back into the court. On-screen digital scoring and timer sync sound action to players. Okay. The release date on this is 1978. This is one of the launch titles, basically. So, let's, uh... Oh, I don't have a manual. This is not one that I had. This is not part of my original collection. This is one I did not get when I was younger because I really had no interest in bowling or basketball at the time. And so, we're really winging it here. Alright. Let's see what happens when I press zero. It's basketball. Let's see what happens when I press one. It's bowling. Alright. Will it let me play one player bowling? Okay. You have a... On, now, I hate to constantly reference the Atari version of anything when talking about the Odyssey 2. But chances are you are more familiar with the 2600 version of any given game or even a familiar game category than you are with the Odyssey 2 version unless you are an Odyssey 2 veteran. So unlike the 2600 version of bowling, this has the 10 pins at the top of the screen. And your bowling ball is zipping back and forth like a ping pong ball between the two side, the two, the barriers at the ends of the lane at the bottom of the screen. So I guess you're supposed to hit the button on the hand controller that I'm not holding at the moment whenever it is more or less at the place that you want. All right. So you really have no control. It's random as to whether or not you hit the button at the right time. Oh, well, I took out all but two of them. Not bad. Okay. Well, okay, frame two. Let's do this thing. If you angle the joystick whenever you take your shot, Now, how did I not take all of them out? Yes, I did take all of them out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Strike. Well, no, that wasn't a strike. If it was a strike, it would have been one great, big, beautiful shot. Oh, that sucked. Okay. Okay. Eh. Missed one. Frame four. Like I said, if you angle your joystick whenever you hit the action button, you have a measure of control over the ball. You only get two shots per frame. 
<laughs> you really do have this kind of strangely greasy control over the trajectory of the ball with the joystick. That's funny. Okay, let me try this. I wonder if it's like the English knob on a Magnavox Odyssey. No, okay, it's not. <laughs> that would have been funny if it was, though. Oh! Yeah, I completely missed everything. Yeah, I, I sucked on that frame. Okay, so, bowling. Basically, you've got the gist of it there. Basketball. This is going to be a little bit difficult because I do not have a second player. And... Wow, it's harder than it looks. Alright, got one. Yeah, my blue guy isn't moving at all because I'm still using the right-hand controller from bowling. Boy, it's hard to sink one. Um, it... Larry Bird versus Dr. J one-on-one. -on -one. This ain't. I'll tell you that much. Uh, good game of video basketball is a beautiful thing to behold. This is not a terribly good game of video basketball. However, in fairness... You know, it was kind of the state of the art at the time. However, countering my own argument there, yeah, yeah, there's no way to. Oh, okay. It, once you, once you launch your shot, you have a little bit of control over how high it goes with the joystick, kind of like your bowling ball. All right, I'm going to try try something from the free throw line. And I'm going to fail from the free throw line. And I'm going to fail from right under the basket. And I'm just generally going to fail. Okay. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I've got 20 points. Okay, it is doing regulation scoring. Each basket is two points. I wonder if there's a way to foul someone in this game. I'm guessing no. That is probably a nuance that the Odyssey simply does not have the RAM for. Oh! Oh! Bounced right back out. Oh, I scored one on myself! Good going, you! Scoring points for both sides! Little red guy. Taking one for the team. Okay. I mean, there's no dribbling. There, There is no nuance to this game. At least with the 2600 basketball game, you know, you have the cool trapezoidal 3D basketball court going on. This is just... Do you remember these toys they used to have? Where it was... It was full of water. And there were these air jets controlled by buttons at the bottom of it. And you would bounce a little basketball with those air jets and try to get it into the basket. That's more fun than this. Sorry. And now, friends, Sam Overton's football. The game was released in 1978 or 79. I need glasses. I actually have to dig out a flashlight and then try to convince that flashlight to work. 1978. I'm guessing this is another launch title, because at the time the Odyssey 2 launched, really the big category that it was trying to fill was sports games. 
Alright, I do have, every once in a while I do an Easter egg check. There, there's some stuff with this game. On the front of the box, and I have never removed or attempted to remove these, there are two price tags indicating that this game was marked down. I do remember this as being one of the last Odyssey 2 games that my family bought, because this was about the time that the crash was hitting in 83, 84 in there. And, you know, since I was in Fort Smith, Arkansas, which is not always really in lockstep with the rest of the civilized world, it may well have been 84 when I got this. There are two price stickers on the front. The game was originally priced at $22.95. It was marked down to $16.30. And I recognize the price tags. They are from the place whose name I cannot remember that was over by the Calico County Restaurant off of Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. Things you really wanted to hear tuning into an Odyssey 2 podcast, I know. All right front of the box says you captain a team of realistic electronic superstars back of the box blurb football all the pro action that's one word and it shouldn't be it's supposed to be um, surely that's supposed to be pro action but this is pro action as almost like it's a variant of proactive okay I'm going to stop grammar policing these I'm sorry You captain a team of realistic electronic superstars. Call the signals. Drop back into the pocket and pass. Run for the yardage or try for a field goal. There's a full complement of offensive and defensive play options, including widely varying running and passing situations. Just about anything is possible, including interceptions. Unique on-screen electronic scoring, or unique... (laughs) I'm so used to these going a certain way. Unique on-screen electronic sensors automate play action. The defensive linemen automatically follow the ball. On-screen digital readouts. Count down the clock and show the score. Full sync sound and electronic crowd cheers. The whistle blows after each play. A triumphant bugle sounds. Charge after every touchdown. Odyssey 2 football has everything except instant replays. You'll never see the same thing twice. Two players. Okay. I'm going to level with you. One of the reasons that this show has three games in it is that I'm not a huge fan of Odyssey 2 sports games for the most part. Baseball and computer golf, which I did very early on in this podcast, are family favorites. Spent a lot of time playing those. I don't remember spending hardly any time playing these, and I very much fear that there's a reason for that. I remember trying to play this, and the consensus among my family was, this is too damn complicated. Let's go back to playing baseball. Which, you know, that sounds pretty good to me right now as I'm cracking open the manual for the first time in 30 years. Press 1 on the alphanumeric keyboard for collegiate-level game. Normal speed. Press 2 on the alphanumeric keyboard for a pro-level game. High speed. It is recommended that you start at the collegiate level. Dude, I need junior varsity. I I don't know what you're thinking there, Sam, but... 
Oh, oh, oh. My Odyssey 2 doesn't always like to boot up. Really? Technical difficulties. You heard it live. The referee's whistle blows, and the teams will appear in their huddles. And the ball is on the 30-yard line. Okay, the scoreboard is at the top of the screen. Digital clock is at the center. It automatically counts down the seconds for a three-minute game and only operates during the plays. I, it seems like I remember this taking a lot longer than three minutes. Okay, so regulation scoring a touchdown is seven points. A field goal is three points. And here's the thing. There is basically a... This is a thicker manual than usual. Uh, the only ones I can think of that are thicker than this are the Master Strategy Games and Computer Intro. There is a whole mapping scheme for how the hand controls work. Starting at the midnight position, if your joystick is a clock, midnight is equal to one, you go clockwise, until pointing upper left gets you to eight. There are eight positions. And then the book goes into painful detail about which of the eight offensive or defensive plays you are selecting. So, alright. Whoa! That didn't work. This is getting more entertaining than the game itself. Okay. Do, do I have a, a dud cartridge? Are you kidding me? Ah, there we go. Okay. There's the clock. There's the field. There are no players. Okay, I I'm waiting for the referee's whistle to blow. Here we go. Oh, this... Oh, oh! It crashed! How can a piece of technology from 1978 crash like that? This is fantastic! Do I have a dud cartridge? Oh my gosh! You know what? I, I, I think... I think my cartridge and my console have joined forces to spare me mercifully from having to play football on the Odyssey 2. Um... You know what? <laughs> We're going to circle back and maybe try to play this later. It, apparently, I need to acquire a new copy. Um, hang on. Let me find a different game number three. Uh, well, that's good then. Um, <laughs> live broadcasting. Okay. Uh, I actually have a, a box of, of shallow, unmarked cartridges. No, they're unboxed. They're unboxed cartridges. Electronic table soccer. Hey, let's play that. <laughs> okay, I'm guessing this is a Canadian cartridge because it's bilingual. It has a label that is in English and French. I do not have the box or manual for this. So this show is just going right off the rails. Okay, press 1 is the only hint that the label offers. 
Okay. Uh. <laughs> okay. This one looks like it's going to... Uh... Oh! Oh! This is actually more like... Okay, electronic table soccer. Well, it would be like foosball, wouldn't it? And I'm playing against the computer. This is a rarity. This game has enemy AI. Well, it's a sports game with enemy AI. That's... That's a little bit of a... And they scored a point on me. And they're really... They're really celebrating this. And... Okay. If this were real foosball... It would be a lot more fun. Oh! Almost got it through. Hey! Oh! Wait! Wait! <laughs> Don't do that! They scored another goal on me. Okay. I have no idea what's going on here. This is undoubtedly very, very impressive. And, uh... Okay. Okay, that's how I, that's how I do it. Oh! That's not how I do it, because they scored another goal on me. Ladies and gentlemen, electronic table soccer. Ooh, got one in! Yeah, bite me, computer! Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, where are you gonna, where are you gonna send that? You're just going to bounce it up and down? You can't do that in foosball. Foosball doesn't work like that. That's not how any of this works. It, ironically, for the game that I have uh, no documentation on and didn't even plan to play going into this show, I'm having the most fun with this one. This one in bowling. Yeah. All right, computer guy. Oh! 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 Good good goalie there, but you know what? Oh, that's... that's... Earl. That's not how you're supposed to do it. And they scored another goal on me. Okay. I wonder if I should try to find another sports game to play just so we can get them all out of the way, because I'm not a fan. <laughs> Electronic Table Soccer. Hang on just a second. I'm going to look that one up live and see who we have to thank for that. <laughs> yeah, this is this is totally how I meant for this to go tonight. Electronic table soccer. Ed Averett, 1979. Thank you, Ed. That's why it's fun. <laughs> I take that back. I'm not trying to impugn the programming skills of Sam Overton. But, uh... Me and sports games, just... We just don't get along. Okay, a few interesting notes about the games that were just played, or that I attempted to play. In Europe, the football cartridge is marketed as American football, because, of course, we have that, uh little bit of a mismatch in the English-speaking countries as to what you refer to as football. And accordingly, the game that I have 
in my library that is labeled electronic table soccer is marketed in Europe or was marketed in Europe as electronic table football. Also bowling was marketed bowling basketball was marketed in Europe as 10 pin bowling. Which I guess what are we trying to differentiate it from bowling and cricket? But they did at least refer to basketball as basketball. So some alternate names there. <laughs> wow. This one uh, this one really went to script really well. Really well. So friends, there you have it. <laughs> Sports night, this ain't. One of the reasons I wanted to get through several sports games in one podcast was really to kind of get them out of the way so we can start getting to some of the good stuff. We haven't really done anything with the voice yet, and we need to talk about the voice. And we need to let the voice talk for itself. We have master strategy games we haven't done yet. We have import arcade ports that have not been covered yet in this podcast. And they really need to be because they're actually some of the most interesting titles in the Odyssey 2 and Video Pack software library. I really should specify Video Pack there because those games were not released in the US. There was one arcade port released by Philips Magnavox in the United States and that was Turtles. Now, Philips also released that title in other territories around the world, but as far as the Odyssey 2 audience knew in the United States, that was it. It wasn't until much later, uh, we're talking the early days of the internet, I'm going to say 95, 96 or so, it, it wasn't until about then that I learned of the existence of the four Parker Brothers arcade games, and we need to talk about those, because those are a lot of fun. And, of course, as it turns out, there's more than four of them, because there were unfinished or finished and unreleased Parker Brothers games languishing in the vaults, waiting to see the light of day. So, I guess this is kind of my way of telling you, yeah, let's get the sports crap out of the way as much of it as we can, because there is so much more interesting stuff to talk about in the Odyssey 2 and Video Pack software libraries and I'd rather be talking about that stuff. Now, as I said earlier in this month's show, if you have fond memories of these sports games, hit me up. Let me know about it. I'm on Twitter, at LogbookGuy. Look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash thelogbook. Or just email me, as quite a few of you already do, earl at thelogbook.com. Let me know what your thoughts are on these games, because I... You know, it's not really my intention to sit here and take a big poop all over these things. Surely, each one of these games is somebody's favorite, probably for the same very sentimental reasons that I absolutely adore computer golf and baseball. So, that's it for this month's edition of Select Games. I have better things to do than to try to get this football cartridge to work. I'm going to go pet my cat. That's all the time we have for the Select Game Podcast. You can hear Select Game on iTunes, Stitcher, and ThrowbackNetwork.net. And you can also subscribe to the RSS feed. You'll find the podcast itself and occasional goodies associated with it at www.thelogbook.com slash selectgame. 
If you really dig Select Game, also check out the 365-day-a-year Escape Pod Geek History Podcast at thelogbook.com. And donations toward the site's upkeep and continued podcast production are always gladly accepted at patreon.com slash thelogbook. You can also support the podcast by buying Select Game t-shirts and other goodies at redbubble.com. Look under user The Logbook. Phosphor.fossils, a comprehensive timeline of the golden era of video games, including the Odyssey 2, can be downloaded at thelogbook.com slash store, which is also where you can find the books I've written about everything from Doctor Who to Star Trek to Growing Up Geeky. Feel free to drop me a line at the Facebook page for thelogbook.com, via Twitter at logbookguy, or email me at earl at thelogbook.com. Select Game Expanded Memories of the Odyssey 2 is a production of thelogbook.com and was written and produced by Earl Green. Music performed by Kazatochi, available for free download at thelogbook.com. <laughs>